Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about Hawkeye. Sarah, we made it to our first holiday episode. <laughs> Ooh. Are you feeling in the holiday mood yet? Today is December 2nd for anybody that wants to know. I I am trying. But oh, you were trying, I guess, okay. I guess not very hard. Um, I typically put up like my Christmas decorations like the day after Thanksgiving, but it took me a couple extra days there. And then when I finally did put up my tree, I was watching Wednesday, which is the Adams Family show that just came yeah. out. So I'm still, I, I wish I was still in spooky times, I think is the problem. And I'm not mm-hmm. fully invested in this whole wintertime holiday season. Okay. But the Wednesday show is good. Is it okay? <laughs> is that a spooky show? But it's like Well, like it's it's the Adams family, so it's got a spooky vibe, but I wouldn't say it was like, oh my god, so scary or anything like that. What is that rated? I feel like Adams Family is usually Yeah, I think it's it's rated pretty okay. Let's oh, see. there might be a little bit of like semi grossness. But it's like it's 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 a Tim Burton vibe because Tim Burton mm. did this this show, so it's it's just that general like spooky goth kid vibe. Gotcha. And that's what I'm feeling less uh, holly jolly, but I'm I'm trying to get into it. Oh, Wednesday's TV 14. Oh, okay. That's actually higher than what I would have thought. Should I watch this show? TV 14, that's my alley right there. I mean, you should give it a go <laughs> if you're feeling it, maybe. There is there is a monster that maybe tries to, you know, eat some But people. if it's TV so 14, it can't be of... that bad. Yeah, check out the parental guide first, just to, to make sure, <laughs> you know. Wait, is she about to put piranhas in the swimming pool? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm watching the trailer right now. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it, Wednesday. Hopefully everybody gets out in time. Wednesday, you know, does what she thinks she needs to do, you know? Oh, yeah. This kid's getting eaten. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It wasn't, like, graphically gross, but still disturbing. <laughs> yeah. That is the vibe. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you can see why maybe not the best uh, <laughs> choice to watch while I'm putting up my Christmas oh tree my to get in the mood. But eh, I regret nothing. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I watched something holiday related in the last week. Yeah. I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, <laughs> which is also Marvel, which is what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I didn't know that they had one. You didn't know about this? Oh, you're not keeping up with the, the Marvel content. <laughs> I mean, that is true. That is 100% true. I am not keeping up. So Hawkeye was like the Marvel holiday release last year. Mm-hmm. And the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is just a 45-minute thing, mm-hmm. one episode, I guess is their uh, holiday content this year. <laughs> Does it have all of the guardians, it, or is it just oh, it like does. a little baby Groot situation? No, no, no. It's it's the full cast. Okay, Groot may or may not be in a new form that okay. we haven't seen before. Uh, but the two main characters, I'll give you the general plot of this because <laughs> mm-hmm. I this is what I was I was like, okay, what the hell is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special even going to be about? <laughs> so I had no idea <laughs> when I turned it on, but I'll give mm-hmm. you what it is. To see if it piques your interest. Okay, it's the two yeah. main characters are Drax and Mantis, I would say. Mm-hmm, okay. We follow them. And they basically decide that they want to cheer up Quill for Christmas. So they want to get him a present. And okay. they decide to travel to Earth, just them two, to kidnap Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's that's quite the Christmas present. That is. <laughs> That is the plot for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
you know, you got me. I'm intrigued. I'm probably going to watch it's this very now. Silly. It's very silly. <laughs> yeah, they have everybody in it. Quill's in it. Rocket. Mm. Groot. The blue girl. <laughs> well, I just, um, because they did that series of, like, baby Groot mini little episodes, and I thought maybe it would oh, relate to that. I did not watch those, actually. They're they're fine. Okay. They're cute. <laughs> it's, they're short. It's whatever. Yeah. Not sure what the time frame in the, the universe is for this Guardians of the Galaxy mm. holiday special. What's her face wasn't there? The green. Gamora. Gamora. Gamora was not in it, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's how I feel about all Marvel things. I'm just like, I'm not exactly sure what I should know right now. <laughs> well, I'll try to clear that up with what yeah, I I'm think is going some on help in this Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay, all right. Let's, let's get to Hawkeye. You ready for Hawkeye? I am ready, Okay, yes. Hawkeye. This came out last year, basically a year ago, mm-hmm. 2021. This is, the, this is the general plot of Hawkeye. One year after the events of Avengers Endgame, Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, must partner with Kate Bishop to confront enemies from his past as the Ronin in order to get back to his family in time for Christmas. <laughs> I just like <laughs> how that ends. That's the plot for this ends. <laughs> time yeah, for, I gotta time say, for Christmas. <laughs> a year ago, I had seen all the Marvel shows and I was keeping up with them as they came out and this one popped up and I'm like, Hawkeye and Christmas. Mm, pass. <laughs> I did not watch it. <laughs> yeah. There really is no reason for this show. I, at least the way I remember it is like, it didn't have to be a Christmas show, but they just made it a Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like they okay. just threw in that like, oh, Hawkeye's trying to get back. <laughs> like wrap up <laughs> the whole situation before Christmas mm-hmm, so he can mm-hmm. get home in time. It's like just an added unnecessary layer on top of it. But, and then they just play Christmas music <laughs> like throughout the show. <laughs> Maybe that was the thing. They didn't want to have to get anyone to compose music for it. They're like, we'll set it during Christmas, then we can just play Christmas music. It's fine. Yeah. So do you, do, you, do you remember the Ronin? No, actually, that was one of the things okay. I got very confused about because speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is not the baddie in one of those called Ronin. Yeah. So the Ronin is Hawkeye's alternate character that he becomes during the blip, like when his entire family disappeared because of the blip. And he had nothing to live for. He just went, I'm going to be a super vigilante. Yeah. So I believe in Avengers, what was the first, what's the one before Endgame called? There's there's an Infinity War in there. Infinity War, yeah. So Avengers Infinity War, or maybe it's the beginning (laughs) of Endgame. I guess it would have to be at the beginning of Endgame, I guess. Uh, We see him like, murdering a bunch of yakuza with like a like he has like a blood mm-hmm. uh, sword he's not even using and is his that bow is anymore. that it is that all we get about it i think like... so and to me I, if i remember correctly that was kind of like out of left field but it was just like okay hawkeye is like in this different state now because his family has disappeared so basically he murdered a bunch of bad guys instead mm-hmm. of like bringing them to justice like a, a normal hero would do he just like straight murdered them <laughs> he's like <laughs> He decided they needed to be killed. He murdered them instead of murdering them and pretending that he didn't mean to murder them. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was referred to as the Ronin, but not to be confused with Ronin from Guardians Marvel of the Galaxy. very confusing. From the Do beginning <laughs> of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronin, the Ronin, Hawkeye is spelled R-O-N-I-N, and Ronin from Guardians of the Galaxy is R-O-N-A-N. Oh, well, that but, clears it all up then, yeah, I guess. Don't be confused. <laughs> Kate Bishop, who I mentioned in the plot of this, Kate Bishop is played by... That's your girl. 
Haley Steinfeld, yes, from Dickinson. AKA Dickinson, yes. <laughs> that's what you know her from. Yeah. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and then you also mentioned with Marvel movies in the past that uh, you sometimes don't like that you need kind of need to do a little bit of homework before mm-hmm. you watch them. Now, yeah, I, I did yeah, not yeah. tell you to watch what maybe you should watch before <laughs> watching Hawkeye yet, but I think you've only, you've only watched the first episode so far, right? Correct. Okay, so I don't think you've gotten anything that you might need homework for, but I would also recommend watching Black Widow. Oh, yeah, I have not seen that. Not seen Black... Before continuing in Hawkeye, I would recommend watching Black Widow. That is the movie that is her origin story or something? Yeah, else? so... Okay. So reset the state of things so in the hawkeye timeline that we're about mm-hmm. to watch uh the black widow movie came out earlier in 2021 so they came out the same year but natasha aka the black black widow mm-hmm. she's dead you remember that <laughs> i didn't until okay. it got referenced in the okay. show and then i went did she do i remember where she died and then yes. i had to look it up but she yeah. died getting the ooh, what's the name of the stone the one in the pit yes right? the one that you have to sacrifice somebody to get which i got confused because i was like i thought gamora died to get the stone in the oh pit, but then but they had to go did. back in time and do it it's again just timey-wimey <laughs> nonsense they had to go back in time marvel you're making my life difficult but so yes and black widow natasha is a fugitive for violating the Savos. Sokovia Accords, which is shortly after Captain America Civil War. Okay. Have you seen all those things? <laughs> I saw most of Civil War. I did fall asleep at one part. Okay. But I did see the part with Spider-Man in it, so... Yeah, you basically watched most of it then. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like, you know, the people that were fighting against the government side, which was, like, Iron Man and mm-hmm. whoever was on his side, they kind of, like, either had to go on the run and like some of them got captured and maybe got released i'd have to go back and watch all the details but yeah so it's it the black widow movie takes place when natasha is like basically on the run from the government ah okay she's like so a not fugitive like super origin story like i was under the impression it was like the very beginning no. of her becoming a okay well so the present time is that when she's a fugitive but mm-hmm you do there get flashbacks. there are flashbacks and you do okay. they do get into her past history but it doesn't take place there okay but a character or characters from black widow may be in hawkeye okay but, but remember natasha is dead so if you're expecting it to be natasha i will remind it's you not. that natasha is dead unless 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 I christmas say. zombies <laughs> just saying yeah but hawkeye is six episodes about 50 minutes each they're not all the same no plans for a second season that I saw. However, there is a spin-off series, which might just kind of count as a second season, um, called Echo, which is scheduled to release in mid-2023. And Echo is a character that comes up in Hawkeye, but is not in the first episode also. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Interesting. I would imagine that characters from Hawkeye would also be in Echo, so it might kind of feel like a second season kind of deal. Okay. A little okay. bit of like maybe like Mandalorian and Boba Fett kind of right, stuff, right. maybe. Together, yeah. Maybe something okay. like that. Interesting. But yes, both the tie-ins to Black Widow and Echo do not occur in episode one, so no spoil. There won't be any spoilers from what we're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my breakdown. Any questions that you think I might be able to answer about confusion in the Marvel universe before we watch I this? I think I think we we hit them. 
already. Okay. okay. But we'll see as we go through. I might need some reassurances on things I'm assuming anyway. Okay. Sounds good. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> episode one. We're only going to watch one episode or talk yeah. about one episode here. Episode one is entitled Never Meet Your Heroes. And we start in 2012. Do you remember <laughs> what movie is in 2012, Sarah? This is one of my assumptions because I, I think it's it's the first Avengers movie, yes, right? There you when, go. when all that stuff comes out of there, space there and they, they fight in the city, right? Yeah, New okay. York City. We're in New York City, 2012. Yeah, I did. The it. Very, <laughs> the, right before the attack on New York City is going to start. Who do, who do we get to meet before all the chaos starts, Sarah? Well, we are in a very fancy New York apartment and we meet a rich kid who we find out her name is Kate. Her room has like. I think there were a bunch of like archery medals in there and a vent that she can hear her parents fighting through because they yes. are arguing and seem to be having some money problems and might have to move. And it's, she's not happy. Yeah. Cause it seems like the, the mom wants to sell the penthouse. So it's a penthouse. It's very fancy. Mm -hmm. But the dad is like, that's ridiculous. I don't know. There's some sort of argument going on basically. But we do have cute little moments where they figure out, like, she knocks something off of whatever, and they're alerted to the fact that she's probably listening to them fight. So the dad goes, and they have a nice little moment where they, you know, he gives her a little pep talk, and it's like, yeah, you can't control everything, but you control control your choices or whatever. And then she has a nice lunch with her mom, and then suddenly, explosion! Yeah. The, the dynamic I picked up on was just, it, it felt like the dad was closer to Kate than the mom yes. even when like they're like going to check on her the mom is like well you better go you're better at this than I am or something it's like something weird yeah. like that yeah but the relationship isn't so strained that they can't like have a nice lunch and play checkers together you know they're <laughs> yeah that's what they were gonna do they're, yeah. they're, they're okay together just not as close as she is with her dad yeah it was kind of weird like it it set up like the mom like she was gonna have a terrible relationship with her mom but then it was like oh it's actually not that bad but <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah then there's explosions going on outside and we're following Kate through the penthouse and she decides she's going around and she's trying to find her parents and she walks out into the hallway and looks up and there's like a giant skylight and you see one of those crazy, I don't even know what they call those things. It looks like a big like whale skeleton the giant, flying Yeah, the giant sky. whale ships things <laughs> from the Avengers uh, movies and uh, she sees one of those and there's a bunch of alien ships flying around and she's searching all over the house can't find anybody and then there's a big crash explosion sound and a lot of the house like breaks yeah there's a big hole <laughs> yeah she walks in, into the like, room. one room of her there's apartment a giant hole in this in the penthouse now and she like she she like steps right out to the hole. I don't know if that's what I'd be doing, but that's yeah. What there's did. like a little like porch out there or whatever, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go check it out." And, and right like, on the edge. No, <laughs> that's no longer structurally sound. Small child, go inside. And you can see Stark Tower in the distance, yes. kind of beat up a little bit. And then there's some like there's some alien bros who are just like deciding they're gonna fly right at her. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just... seems like they make eye contact and they're yeah. like, "Oh, gonna get this small child." Yeah. But luckily, this very scary alien force is defeated by a single arrow from Hawkeye. So, you know, right in the engine. that makes sense. Or the gas tank. You just, you just shot tank. it perfectly. <laughs> it was like and... the gas tank or something. I don't know what it was. Or something. <laughs> you can yeah. see how I feel about Hawkeye in general, which is 
I don't I think he should be out of his depth in most situations, <laughs> but somehow he saves this girl. I think he has a very specific skill that is useful. It like, becomes surprising to me though that it is useful in situations. Well he has so many it... like he has so many like different arrow variants that like and it doesn't even matter like the weight of the arrow, <laughs> like how it gets affected by whatever attachment is on it, he always just like hits a shot. But like he can do like crazy things where he just like <laughs> he could like shoot an arrow with like a USB drive on it <laughs> from like, you know, <laughs> 200 feet away and hit it like directly into the usb port and then they could like hack his thing or like i don't know you can come up with a lot of weird <laughs> things where like he can just do insane shit from a distance mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah so she sees hawkeye save her and there's a moment where she's like oh yes, yeah hawkeye's like you. i don't know if it's the actual sequence from the original movie i feel like it is mm-hmm if I had to guess, but they do like a slow-mo of him like shooting a bunch of aliens and then he like jumps off the roof roof and then shoots a grappling hook arrow that catches and then he swings and smashes through the uh the floor the window on a floor below. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty awesome sequence. And I don't even think he knows that he saved her. He was just like oh, yeah. shooting aliens. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't see her at all, it didn't seem like. But then Ma Kate's mom comes in and gets her. Kate only has one question. Where is dad? Well, we find out next. In the next scene, there is a funeral for dad. They don't, so they don't things find did him. not go well for <laughs> they dad. They didn't find him before the scene was over. Bad sign. Yeah. And then, yes, funeral. Dad is dead. Oh, no. Kate is going to talk to her mom. She says, what if they come back? And then the mom assures her they won't because the heroes showed them what will happen if they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did that turn that out? Not, mm. That's not how... <laughs> Makes sense, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. But Kate says something like, I need to protect us. So, like, she is, and she says she needs a bow and an arrow. So, clearly, she's been influenced by Hawkeye saving her. She thinks this is how she's going to protect her family. Yeah. The trophies you saw earlier must not have been archery trophies, because I don't no, think... No, they totally were. You think so? I mean, I From wrote down archery trophies. Yeah, they were, like, medals. And I swore there was, like, a bow and arrow. But That's why this I was is, This whole this thing point. is... I, I know. I think they just made a mistake on the set, but okay. well, she's going to be she's going to be multi talented in terms of oh, winning yeah. trophies, so she will have archery trophies. But uh, yeah, I don't think she was shooting bows and arrow before she saw Hawkeye and was like, "I need a bow and arrow now." Yes, <laughs> but she was very dramatic about. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to save us. Mom says, "Whatever you need, I'm here for you." And Kate says, "I need a bow and arrow," and then we go to the opening credits. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> And again, credits I had to pay attention to because they're like not very detailed. They're more like like silhouette animation. Basically. It's a lot like the after party that we talked about. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. But it shows her like a small child version of her like learning archery. And then she's like getting bigger and she's getting awards. And then she's learning like karate and fencing and gymnastics. Basically, all the stuff you'd need to be a superhero if you don't have superpowers or a lot of money. But I guess she does have a lot of money, but maybe not superhero money. Yeah, just so she spent her entire youth training to be awesome, yeah. I guess. The opening credits is essentially just a montage, an artistic montage of her childhood after the point that her dad dies, basically. Yeah. And yeah, I wrote down archery, fencing, karate, and gymnastics. Those were the four things I noticed. Yep. That she is going Just to general be, badassery. Yeah, she's yeah. very skilled in these things now. By the time we're going to get to present day, this is the next thing we see. What's going on now that we're in the present day, Sarah? 
well, it's snowy because, you know, Christmas time. And we see what we assume is Kate trying to pick a lock on what looks like um, kind of an old university building. But apparently she did not spend a lot of time in lock picking because <laughs> yeah. she can't get it. So she just gives up and just climbs the side of this really tall building just like, no, no problem. Just climbs right up it with her bow and arrow. It's ridiculous. Yes. She's already wearing like a purple looking like superhero suit in this scene, didn't it? Isn't that kind of weird? I don't know yes. what I don't know what the suit was supposed to be. Like what did she use this for? And then she did I don't know. I don't know what's Maybe it's her like archery team uniform or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, she climbs up this building, no problem. And then she's gonna get a call from her friends, I guess. What they are. I assume as such, but we never see them again after the scene, so I don't know. You you picked up on this was a university pretty fast, I guess, because I, I was like, oh, she's sneaking in somewhere. But it, it turns out she's just trying to win a bet with her friends. That's just whatever she's about to do yes. is what she's doing. And the goal of this bet, it seems, is to ring the bell on the school tower, the bell tower. Yes, it's like across a little courtyard from where she is. There's this big fancy like clock and bell tower, and she's going to shoot an arrow in there and ring it. Mm-hmm. And then they they have this whole like they briefly debate over whether like the bell is going to be rung by just hitting it like the outside or if you have to like move the the dangly thing <laughs> in the <laughs> Which bell. Which is exactly what they call it, the dangly. They call thing. it the dangly thing. Yeah, did you did your school university Sarah have a bell tower? I guess they all do, right? I don't know that they all do. I think I mean we definitely had I want to say it was a church on campus that had the bell tower. Yeah. I feel like my I'm school sure. had it, but I I want to say there was no bell in it, but they just had like a speaker that just played the bell Ooh. noises. Okay. I don't know what happened to the bell, but you know, <laughs> I feel like it was there. But you on my school, you I don't think you would have been able to do it. What Kate is doing here, mm. so Kate busts out an arrow. She has her bow and arrow, but the arrow is going to have a tennis ball on the end of it. Yes, and she's going to shoot at the bell and she nails it but it just kind of doinks off and doesn't really make any it doesn't noise, make any noise. Yes. so i guess the dangly thing is what you need to hit for this bell tower to work so then she's like wait wait wait, i got this and she has some sort of attachment in her bag of arrows yeah. and tennis balls and so she takes an arrow and it has a tennis ball on it but on front of the tennis ball then she puts this like metal thing and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but this seems weird. <laughs> and she shoots it, and she arcs it up so that way it goes past the bell and down and hits the rope, but the metal thing in the front, like, clamps onto it, and then pulls the rope around to move the dangly bit. <laughs> and she successfully makes the bell ring. Yeah. And she wins her bet and is a hero to all, right? Yeah. Before, before she shot, though, Sarah, there was mm -hmm. a bit of a moment of focus Mm -hmm. It was almost like it was almost like she had like Spidey sense for a second, wasn't it? <laughs> like everything went slow mo, and like mm. this, you could see the snowflakes, like oh yes, slow yes. motion. I don't know, it just reminded me of Spidey senses <laughs> for some, for whatever reason. But yeah, so she she does ring the bell, but then I guess I don't know how this. Maybe you weren't supposed to. Maybe this bell tower also just operated with a speaker, <laughs> and the bell was just for show or something. Like very old fragile yes. bell or something. Maybe they don't actually ring the bell anymore. But even though like she moved the dangly bit, like somehow it makes the whole bell start swinging. 
and like it hits the side and she's like it's fine all the best bells have cracks in them (laughs) which i enjoy basically it's gonna keep ringing until you know the belt like falls out of place and crumbles the walls around it the entire like top of the tower just falls apart it's also like a clock tower so it has like a fancy clock on all the sides and then like Mm -hmm. one of the sides is clock and like the whole clock face just like falls to the ground (laughs) it was a lot of damage for such a small thing to do she did this is (laughs) This is not a safe university. I do not know well, I don't what think you're supposed their to be standards doing, what are. She was doing. I mean, essentially, she just rang a bell. And if you build a bell tower, and when you ring the bell, the tower falls down, you did a bad job. So I don't yeah. think it's really her fault here. I, I think it was a speaker bell. It was a it was a for show bell that never actually rings. <laughs> That's what I think. Then they shouldn't have had the dangly bit in a, with a rope in the middle. I'm still saying this is not her fault. Okay. But basically, immediately, like a security guard or something comes out of the the door on the roof of this building she's on, and oh no, she got caught, and her friends run away. So friends run away, yeah. Oops. And then we cut to some Christmas music. <laughs> oh yeah, and a little like couple shots of all the Christmassy things in New York, like the big big tree and the people skating out front of the place with the big big tree. And yes, this mostly this show I feel like will just utilize christmas music as like transition between scenes basically yes <laughs> and then yeah they'll show images of like new york city christmasy stuff like the tree and maybe times square or whatever i don't know whatever mm-hmm. else they show yeah but here we go let's get to this fun scene Sarah. <laughs> this, this is my favorite part this, of maybe all of yes, marvel ever is, is very good this, this is incredible <laughs> i didn't really know what i was about to watch when i watched hawkeye <laughs> And then I watched this and said, whatever it is from here on out, I'm going to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to head at the end of the after the end of the Christmas music montage, we we head over to, I assume this is Broadway. Yeah. Broadway theater. And there's a lot of signs for Rogers, the musical. Yes. And it has five stars. Ooh. So it's, it's a quality musical. And it's as in Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, for anybody who. Needs, needs help on that. <laughs> the subtitle of it said, An All-American Musical for an All-American Hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oof, that's a lot. <laughs> and we we head inside, and we're getting to see who's in the audience, and we see Clint, a.k.a. Hawkeye, is in the audience with his kids. I think he has three kids, right? It's... Yeah, at this part, I thought there were only two, and then later the older son I saw, and I was like, oh, there are three of them. Because I was thinking from the past movies, I I was like, I'm pretty sure he has three, and then I was a little confused. But I think he has an older son who somehow takes a backseat in this movie, and you, (laughs) you, you barely notice him. And then there's an older daughter, and then he has a younger son. Yeah. The kids that were, previously, all his kids were like pretty young, but now his two oldest kids look like they might be college level at this point or at least like late high school maybe yeah something like that so they're they're sitting in the audience and then they cut to the stage <laughs> oh and it's a musical number of the day of the big battle in new york <laughs> yeah so we seem to be watching they seem to be there to watch some sort of uh first avengers battle in new york city musical number yeah and there's a lot of parts where you hear some of the song and then it cuts to them and then like 
stuff happens. The important thing everyone must know is if you go on YouTube or I guess watch the show to the very end of the last episode or whatever, you can find a full cut of just the stage in this scene. And I, you, you need to go find it. It's, it's the best. It's so good. It's so um, good. They did a whole musical number on this. It's amazing. If I had to guess what the title of this song was, I would guess that it's I Could Do This All Day, which yes. is a classic Captain America. <laughs> line that i looked at it it actually goes back to like the first captain america movie where he's like still like the cgi'd head on the little mm -hmm. the little man body oh so creepy that's why i hate that movie <laughs> and he's like getting he's getting like beat up in an alley and he's like losing pretty bad but then he actually says i could do this all day in that scene <laughs> which i didn't realize i i like so that's his catchphrase interesting yeah. the, the i could do this all day is like i know it's I know it's a Captain America line, and then in the Avengers Endgame, when he goes back in time and fights himself, like, the other version, the, the past version of himself says, I could do this all day, and then his reaction is like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> <he's like, laughs> the past version of himself, like, thinks he's Loki or something <laughs> in the scene. Mm. So... He's like he's like frustrated with his own like lines <laughs> in the scene, which I like. Do you want to play the very beginning of this musical number that we get to hear in this before uh, we cut back to Hawkeye and his reaction to this, and then yes. it, and then at the yes. end, I want to just play the entire musical number <laughs> instead of our normal <laughs> outro music. So that's great. All yes, right. please. All right, let's play the beginning just to tease everybody. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I was legit so, like trying not to crack up into the mic while I was talking. Oh, I was dancing. It was great. <laughs> but you'll notice like all those lyrics are like talking about each of the Avengers and how cool they are. And at the end, we get a line about Ant-Man who wasn't even there. <laughs> when you watch the full thing, you get the line about Hawkeye which is the next one that cuts off in the actual show, which is a bummer. <laughs> and the line about Hawkeye is, Hawkeye seems cool like a really nice guy. <laughs> and it makes me giggle. Because even they don't have anything to say about him. It makes no sense he's there. I've probably watched, like, between last year watching the show and then doing this for the podcast, I've probably watched this musical, like, 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> and I crack up laughing every time I watch it. It is excellent. <laughs> the thought of Marvel to do it and then do it and then do it with such a level of seriousness. <laughs> oh, it's yes. like it's like so they legit wrote a Broadway musical number and performed it, but it's also like a joke <laughs> at the same time. I don't know. It's it's really well and done. And they like staged it and everything. Like it's like a full on like there's a whole <laughs> big stage built out. There's a whole lot of dancers. They went big for this <laughs> 30 seconds yeah, I of this show. I think if you go watch the full length, it's like four minutes. It's a four yes. minute musical number or something like that. 
And in that one, they don't cut away to, you know, the actors, they, but they do cut away to the conductor and he is feeling it. Yes. It is <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, but at that moment that we get to in uh, the performance before the end of the series, when we get to see everything, um, uh, we cut to Clint and we're kind of like in Clint's head at this point because everything he's hearing is just going muffled. So he can't hear the amazing musical number anymore. <laughs> Yes, and I just assumed he was, like, having a flashback and some PTSD or, you know, whatever. But his, his daughter turns to him and is like, did you turn down your hearing aid? Which I guess he did. Yeah. He just didn't want to listen to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't know he had a hearing aid. Was that, like, has he always been um, hearing impaired or did that happen at some point? I don't remember. Part of the Hawkeye lore that I don't, there's a lot of Hawkeye lore I don't know about. I couldn't tell you the specific moment that happened that he would have lost his hearing but um i mean you've been in enough battles it makes sense <laughs> that you wouldn't have... really they they all should but i guess super healing happens for a bunch of them yeah. so when you're we're just a really nice guy that yeah. seems kind of cool <laughs> you're not impervious to that <laughs> he says to his daughter uh I, I already know what happens i was there <laughs> and then and then you know who wasn't there ant-man he was not there, and he points at the screen, and there's, like, a guy in it, dressed as Ant-Man, like, in the musical number. Now, Ant-Man is there after Endgame, but not in a way, not in the way that they're showing him in the musical number. Like, they, ah. they're they're showing as if he was part of the original battle, fighting mm -hmm. the uh, Shatari or whatever. <laughs> so, ridiculous. Great time. Well done, Marvel. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely clutched up in this moment. This entire show was worth it just for that. <laughs> yes. You know, Hawkeye's just like, you know, I'm just going to get up and leave and leaves his kids in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go to the bathroom. And then he goes up to a urinal. And on that urinal, it, it's written, Thanos was right. Do you agree with this, Sarah? <laughs> I mean, he, he was right in his premise that too many people, resources used irresponsibly, it's going to be a bad time. He was not right in his way of dealing with it yeah but but yeah i mean gotta be more careful about how we use our resources <laughs> yeah yeah i i actually kind of like thanos i i like thanos as like a villain because it's like okay his he's doing something like cataclysmically terrible but mm -hmm. he actually has like kind of legitimate reason for doing it right now it's like yeah. a it's like is it's obviously like not the best or ideal solution for what he comes up with mm -hmm. but like I like that he actually has like a motive. Like he has a good motivation to do something terrible. Yes. In a way that I feel like I can't even think of a like the same scale of like another villain in another show that has this a similar motivation. A lot of other a lot of villains will have like you know like the personal reason like oh they're trying to save their family or a, like mm -hmm. a, a family member or somebody who's like sick so they have to like steal for money or something like that. But to, like, I'm going to murder half of the universe, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a good reason to do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of, a, that's a pretty interesting villain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always like Thanos. I like Thanos. Not at the same scale, but I don't remember what his name was. The, the villain in Black Panther was, like, trying to steal all the vibranium for the betterment of all black people everywhere or something, if I recall correctly. Oh, interesting. So that was I've only seen a it similarly like well intentioned but bad execution villain situation. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I I have seen Black Panther. It's been a while. 
Um, it has also been a while for me, so maybe steal all the vibronium <laughs> or vibronium is uh, not exactly Vibr- what happened. I think it's, vib- it I think it's vibranium. vibranium. <laughs> well, yeah, you can see it's been a while for me since <laughs> I watched that movie. Vibranium is in like every. Yeah, but again, I fall point. asleep during these movies sometimes, and I don't remember. <laughs> okay, I'm not great at remembering all the the Marvel things. Yeah, but I do think that was a villain that wanted to do a social good, but did it in a murdery way so you can't really give him props for that gotcha okay back to the urinals <laughs> yes our guy's by himself in this bathroom at this thanos urinal and there's like and... <laughs> 10 urinals yes. in there is this when we went to the monster x concert is this the oh. size of the bathroom that yeah you it, yeah 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 there was like but the radio city music hall i want to say it had like 10 urinals on like both walls Okay. Or it's like this one looked like it was 10 urinals on one wall and then sinks on the other side. Okay, okay. But yeah, so then some guy comes in. He's like, oh, and, and, and use the urinal right next to Hawkeye. Oof. <laughs> and he like visibly is just like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Yeah. Why would you do this? And then the guy like asks for a selfie. No, like they're both says. midstream. This is and what it's he's... just like, what? <laughs> His exact words were, he sa- he turns to Hawkeye and he says, selfie would be really rad, dude. <laughs> Doesn't even ask for one, just says it would be cool. <laughs> really rad, dude. <laughs> oh, and he also says that Hawkeye is his kid's favorite. And I, I want to call bullshit on that because I just don't think that's true. But Yeah, I was like, well, I was like, wait, is this Kate's dad? <laughs> like, no, because Kate's Kate dad is dead. He's the only one. Yeah, but maybe he's not. And this is his dad. That still could be. I've seen the whole show and you haven't. So. Oh, that's true. Weird timey-wimey <laughs> stuff, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just a weird scene to have. <laughs> Clint declines to take any kind of selfie before or after urinating. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he says it isn't an appropriate time. So the guy waits till he's washing his hands and asks again. And we don't see what happens after that. But <laughs> I assume he blew that guy off because yeah, he it's... was beaten ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But Clint doesn't head back to his seat. He just decides to go outside. And I guess he's just waiting for his kids to be done the show. Yeah. Then it turns out, I think, I guess the daughter comes out first to talk to him. Yes. And she kind of assumes that he's, like, kind of what you thought, like, he's having, like, PTSD or is, like, thinking about Natasha. Mm-hmm. Because she gives him a little pep talk and she's like, you know, I, I know that you must miss her. And this is the part where I went, oh, she's dead right. <laughs> she, now I remember. Yeah. I don't know how true that yeah. was. I feel like Clint was just, like annoyed and bothered by the whole situation regardless of like even if all his friends were still alive you know Mm. he would still be like this is pissing me off oh yeah he definitely has grumpy old man vibes about this whole musical but i think the moment that the sound like started to go out oh that's the point where he was focused on the person playing natasha so i think there is like i think both things are true okay and then I think his uh, two sons come out as well. And it, it turns out, I think we find out they just kind of left in the middle. They didn't yes. actually finish. The, uh, <laughs> they probably finished that musical number, but did not finish the entire. Presumably, there's more musical numbers. I don't see how it could get better than that. Like, honestly, it peaked. No need to like, see the rest of the else? musical. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's a musical about Captain America, so they could go into all 
all those movies that have Captain America in them. Maybe they just do a big, like the whole musical is just the, all the big fights and it's a musical number per fight and that's it. Yeah, like the Civil War fight, that'd be an interesting, funny musical <laughs> to see. Uh, and it had to have started with like a musical number about him like punching Hitler or something, right? Because he started out in World War II. And, is that how it's... I mean, he didn't actually punch Hitler in the movies, but there was definitely like... I guess in the musical they could say that, yeah. Yeah. And and like in the there's probably some old timey Captain America comics because it started back then where he literally punches Hitler because if you're gonna make a Captain America like you're gonna make him punch Hitler of course you're just guessing this right you have no idea I uh, I feel like ninety nine percent that okay. has to be true <laughs> All right. like I feel like that's gotta exist <laughs> okay well they they decide to leave I think they're gonna get dinner or something so then yes. we get more Christmas music. <laughs> Oh, yeah. On our transition. Can't forget it's Christmas time. On the transition back to Kate. She seems to have just arrived in town from school, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if we ever get where she was going to school. I didn't write that down. Right. But yeah, she's back in New York City where we find out her mom is still living. I don't know if it's the same penthouse. It is the same. It is the same penthouse. Okay. But her mom basically calls her and she's like agrees to come over or she was on her way over already. I don't know. She's going to go see her mom at the at the penthouse. <laughs> yes, and she says that Jack is there and they have something to tell her, but Ooh. she doesn't tell her what it is. <laughs> so she gets to the penthouse and uh, her mom is dressed all fancy. Yeah, there is a charity event that I think they're all supposed to go to. A bunch of rich people, super rich people talk here going on. Yep. <laughs> She's <laughs> got to go to the charity event and dress fancily. <laughs> <laughs> something yeah and then they briefly talk about how her mom is gonna have to pay for the bell slash clock tower that she destroyed yes and the mom is like upset but like not that upset because she's super rich i guess i don't know i guess she didn't I seem think that also upset. she she doesn't want to get into it before the like charity event they don't Maybe. have time for a full argument right now but she did tell her she's like canceling her credit cards and she's like I know you're young and think you're invincible, but you're not to, like, stop looking for trouble. Yeah, so I guess she did punish her, but, like, she took away her credit cards, plural, you know? Yes. (laughs) Eventually, the mom is just, like, she wants Kate to go put on a dress, I believe, and come with her to the charity event tonight, which Kate doesn't look that excited about. And then um, Kate has news of her own that she has won another U.S. Martial Arts Championship trophy, and she busts it bow, out. Bow, from like yes. Her. She <laughs> continues to be skilled. The, the show is, wants to really establish that Kate is very skilled in combat-related mm-hmm. things. <laughs> and her mom's like, we might have to get rid of some of the old ones to fit this this new one in the uh, in the trophy case or whatever, because that's how many she has. That Yeah, there's so many. Even with their very rich, rich state, they can't get a trophy case big enough to hold all of her awards. <laughs> yes. And then the man called Jack comes in the room, and presumably this is the mom's boyfriend. Yes, okay. and he looks like... <laughs> Like, how do I put this? He's like a, a he little like a, swarmy. He looks like a goofy villain. Yeah, he does not look like a decent guy you'd want to be dating your mom. Yeah, but not like the most evil looking either, though. I don't know. I didn't assume like immediately that he was like an evil person when I saw him, but he definitely. I didn't assume he was going to be a villain, but I did assume he was going to be a bad news for a relationship. Oh, okay. We'll put it that gotcha. way. Okay. Kate notes that there's like 
a bunch of swords around the apartment now. Yes. She's like, "What? why are these here? And she's just like, well, you know, Jack likes swords. He's really into swords. <laughs> That's all we know about Jack right now. Yes. I think Jack is planning to move into the penthouse. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's some bad vibes from Kate's yes. perspective. <laughs> Even though she's in college, <laughs> but I guess she has to come. And back has to her, her own apartment too. Yeah, like... she yeah she has her she has her own apartment in New York City, which is weird. But, but she doesn't live sure. there. Maybe she goes. Maybe the school she goes to isn't that far. I don't know. Maybe it's very confusing, but I guess not <laughs> ultimately important. Yes. But yeah, so they Jack and her mom go off to the charity event, and Kate is supposed to get changed and then follow later. Mm-hmm. But so before we get we back, cut to, back that, to yeah hawkeye because i will never remember that his name is clint he is having dinner with his kids and it's chinese food which i feel is very christmasy is it I always forget if that's like i guess that is christmas i always forget if it's thanksgiving or christmas that has like the chinese food association i think it's it's christmas because it's like the only thing that's open on christmas and it's in the best christmas movie ever which is a christmas story where uh, their Christmas dinner gets ruined. So the only place that's uh, open is okay. a Chinese food place and they go and get Chinese food. Okay, it's Christmas then. I'm, I was not remembering <laughs> correctly. Yes, they're eating dinner and uh, the mom is going to call. I do not remember the mom's name, like Hawkeye's wife's name. <laughs> but she's back too. Yeah. She's alive again. But she is not with them. Where do they live? They have to normally? live like, I, I feel like they live like, like in Kansas or something like somewhere, something oh. like that. They have a house in like a farmland somewhere that they oh, the Avengers okay. go to. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that? I don't okay. remember anything. Well, all the Avengers sure. go to like Hawkeye's house at some point to like kind of regather themselves uh, okay. at one point in the Avengers movies. <laughs> but from what we get from the scene is that she has not come with to New York and this is supposed to be his time to like spend time with the kids, even though like they're still together, they're still married or whatever, right? It's just... Yeah. He's supposed to have a special trip with the kids because, I don't know. Yeah, so they're basically just talking. They're basically they're just promising to, Christmassy like, plans. They're actually yeah. planning. They're actually planning to leave New York, like, tomorrow. But Christmas isn't for six days, I think, is right. the timeline we get here. But he's asking each kid, like, what's the really Christmassy thing yes, you want us all to do together? <laughs> Did you write these okay. down? Go, Which go one... through it, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which one of these is the most Christmassy? Yeah. Mm gingerbread house okay i think this is like the son the little son said uh-huh. <laughs> the younger son said gingerbread house then the daughter said christmas movie marathon okay you, now you do a spooky season marathon i do they do a christmas movie marathon no but every year we would watch a christmas story again the greatest christmas movie ever come at me bro on christmas eve we'd always watch it so not a marathon, but we have a movie tradition. Christmas Story is like the one they play on loop, like on Christmas Day and maybe Christmas yes. Eve as well. Okay. Yes. I've seen it. <laughs> I can't say I was inspired to see it's it again after best. I watched it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite Christmas movie is. I'd have to think about that. It's probably like Elf, if I had to guess. Elf is the new one that they're playing on loop now. I think they. I think Christmas oh, really? Story might be... I, I bet some channels are still going to do Christmas Story, but I think like whatever like broadcast company that owns a bunch of channels i think like at least mm-hmm. one of the stations now is going to do elf on replete so i think elf is like might be taking the over one, yeah. might be taking over christmas story <laughs> that's fair it's kind of old although there is a, a christmas story sequel that's that's on hbo now that oh, i have God. to watch 
where <laughs> the kid is all grown up and returns to his childhood home oh, with his no. family and Christmas ensues. I don't know. It's probably going to be terrible. Oh, no. But anyway, sounds continue. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a Cobra Kai scenario to me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> the older son says, ugly sweaters. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> Have you ever done ugly sweaters with like your family? No. I guess some people do. I, I never did that. I, ugly sweaters no. is always like an office thing that people do. Yes. Yeah. I did it once. I bought an ugly sweater that I thought was the ugliest sweater that had ever been. Um, it was a jaunty little penguin that was just like not quite knitted right. And it was not even Christmas colors. It was very bizarre. But uh, I lost to people who just like put a because it was a competition, put a bunch of random garbage on their their sweaters and made it ugly that way and i don't think that counts yeah. and i'm definitely not still bitter about it if i remember correctly you got third place out of three people yeah yeah i am so, yeah bitter you, about it you have, you, <laughs> i i think i agreed with the judges i don't think i don't think your sweater was the ugliest <laughs> but their sweaters didn't count because the thing that made them ugly were not the sweaters it was the garbage they tacked on to themselves <laughs> Anyway, that's the yeah. only time I've ugly sweatered. You said you were going to get rid of that sweater, so I said I'll take it, and I still have that yes. sweater. <laughs> I think you had better luck wearing that. Ugly if I had worn it, I, I might have won. Yeah. And then Hawkeye jumps in right at the end. He says, "Well, I want to decorate the tree," which seems like a more common thing that everybody probably does. It also seems like in the shots we just had of his wife on the phone that the tree was already decorated. So I think he's losing yeah. out on that front. So which of those things are the most Christmassy to you? decorating the tree probably i feel like some years growing up or maybe that maybe towards like more when we were all older but like i feel like we don't get even get a tree every year i don't get a tree for my oh, yeah. house like uh i don't know maybe my wife has like a little tree that she like reusable one that she got but i feel like more often than not we don't do any of these activities <laughs> <laughs> i am a tree decorator i have two christmas trees although my second one's not going up this year i don't know where to put it because it was for the office and it had mustaches on it and it was adorable. But anyway, and then I have a full tree. <laughs> so that's probably also my most Christmassy okay. thing out of the things they've they've said. Okay. Seems like you do everything here except for gingerbread house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't ugly sweater on the regular. I oh, just okay, did it okay, once, okay. But, and I've probably made a gingerbread house once at something. Well, all of Hawkeye's kids are excited to do all these activities when they get home. Yes. In a day or two <laughs> <laughs> yes was <laughs> supposedly and then uh the waiter comes over and gives hawkeye the check but it he says dinner is on the house because he's fucking hawkeye <laughs> <laughs> yes. and hawkeye seems surprised by this he's like oh surprised really? and like, like uncomfortable me? with it yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah a little bit but he and I think his daughter also looks pretty uncomfortable with it too. She seems oh, really? like really emotionally in tune to like whatever is bothering her father. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He accepts though the end of it. Like, yeah, like, but okay. he does. I don't know. He does have a grumpy old man demeanor the whole time, so it doesn't feel like yeah he super enjoyed it. This seems right to me. Like I don't think Avengers need to be paying for food in New York City. I guess Do you agree. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean I don't know. Sure. They smashed up a bunch of stuff, though. You know, who, who's going to pay for that? Well, they've already been paid for. Oh, has <laughs> it has nothing to do with okay. this restaurant. It seemed the city's Well, I know, mobile. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know, in the grand economic scheme of things. Yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, they, well, they, they, not only did they, like, defend the city in 2012, 
but mm-hmm. like they literally brought half of the universe <laughs> back to life you know that's like, true <laughs> i guess like chances are everybody in the city has loved ones that came back to life because of hawkeye well well because of the avengers but like how much of that is directly attributed to hawkeye shooting arrows at things i don't know i'm still not super convinced that hawkeye is <laughs> an amazing superhero he had to go to get probably the worst stone could go have to get he had to be sent to that one so that's fair <laughs> but he didn't fall down the deep deep hole so i don't know he Whatever. tried to okay he tried to okay <laughs> I'll stop shitting on Hawkeye now, I promise. <laughs> I, I feel the way you feel about, um, I think Hawkeye is kind of cool because he like actually has some like kind of like godlike ability, even though it, it is like very inferior to like, you know, what Hulk can do. Literal gods, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like to me, like, I don't know, I was never big on like Captain America. <laughs> Captain America just like. Oh, yeah. I was always like, like, why is he the leader of the Avengers? Like, <laughs> why, why is he qualified to do this? He's like not the smartest or the strongest, or he's just the most America. Yeah. Is really that's that's why he's in charge, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I I was never. I a agree. America I've never guy. been drawn by Captain America. To me, either. Hawkeye's way cooler than Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, dinner's on the house. Let's go back to Kate. What's Kate doing, Sarah? She is wearing a suit. A tuxedo, like, I think they called it. Tu- yes, she is wearing a tuxedo and she's wearing it well. Except she does look like she's part of the wait staff at this charity event, yeah. which is a bummer. So she did agree to go, but she did not wear the dress. Yes. And so she's just standing around and, yeah, somebody thinks she's one of the waiters. And then uh, some rich guy. Some comes, old rich guy. Some old rich guy just comes over and starts talking to her. And I think we find out this is Armand the Third. Yeah. And then he has like I was a little confused about how this family works. Because he has like a grandson that's Armand the Seventh. But does like does that make sense? Am I I feel like the math doesn't work out there. Wait, okay, so his kid would be Armand the fourth. Yeah. And then a grandson would be the fifth. A great grandson would be the sixth. Yeah. So that's how, that's too many generations. How the fuck is this guy Armand the have a Armand well, the seventh? It's probably like he had multiple kids and only one of them was named Armand the Fourth, but then one of them that wasn't named Armand the Fourth had a kid and went, oh. mine is Armand the Fifth, and messed up the whole thing. That's my yeah, assumption. You, yeah. Because you can do that. So, like, my, my kid is, like, the second, but, like, you could just, like, when you write the name of your kid, you could just be like, oh, yes, my child is, like, the eighth, and there was never a first. <laughs> like, you don't, there's no actual rules. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Be... They just, like, somehow cheated the system. <laughs> Here, there got could the be, like, six others. They're just not, like, directly in a line. Like, there could know, be. They could be, like, but there doesn't have horizontally to be across a gen- Like, there yeah, could I... be no fourth, fifth, or sixth, and then somebody was just That's like, true. oh, Armand the seventh, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's stopping you from putting those, uh, yeah. Roman numerals. You can name, name your name. kids yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but this this old rich guy, he's he's actually a little jealous of how good Kate looks in a tuxedo. <laughs> yes. And, and he like knows her. like she doesn't really remember him, but she like knows her from when she was young and like knows her family. So there is that like connection there. But uh he, he tells her she can't he doesn't want her to look this good in a tuxedo at the wedding and make him look bad. And she, she is very confused about this statement he just said, because what wedding? Turns out her mom and Jack, her mom's name is Eleanor. 
we find out, are getting married. They're engaged, which is news to Kate. <laughs> yeah, seems like that's something you should tell your kid, like, yeah, they told soon her, after it happened. Yeah, it wasn't, because she was like, oh, I have some news to tell you. And then they were like, oh, we're moving in together. <laughs> and it was like, okay, I guess that was the news they wanted to tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, weird. a lot of missed opportunities where she could have told her, yeah. yeah. But then this is a super weird thing that happens, at least to me. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> this old guy, this rich old guy, after he's like, oh, he's like, um, yeah, I tried to talk to Jack out of getting married. Like, yes. basically telling Kate that her mom isn't good enough for the guy exactly. that she's about to marry. Like, what the hell is this? And Kate even says something like, well, Jack thinks he won the jackpot or whatever. And Armand's like, yeah, and I'm not so sure about that. Like, this man is hard talking smack about her mom right to her face. And she's yeah. just, like, fine with it. And it's like she's so upset about not being told about the wedding that it's not yeah. even registering. Like, she doesn't really want them to get married either. But this guy is, like, supporting her not wanting them to get married in, like, the opposite way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Kate's upset, and she goes to confront her mom about it, but kind of gets, like, talked down pretty easily to the point where Kate at least, like, pretends to be supportive of it. Like, she's... Yeah. I don't know, mm -hmm. I couldn't really tell, like, how upset she was about it. It was more of, I feel like she's upset that she didn't get told about it. Yeah, yeah, anything. I think that's I don't know. I don't know if she... of it in the moment, at least. I don't know if she really doesn't like Jack at this point, and it's just think... kind of like a the dynamic of, like, oh, he's not my dad. Yeah. I think oh, there's yeah. there's some amount of that, but it's also like they haven't been dating for very long, so it seems pretty fast. And she just doesn't like that. She, apparently, lots of other people know, and her mom hadn't told her yet. Yeah. But yeah, she gets talked down, pretends to be supportive. And then uh, Kate's going to go outside to get some air. And yes. while she's hanging outside... She meets a dog. Yeah, there's some st strange dog with like a lazy eye. It's like a golden it a retriever. lazy eye? Or just I don't know. Or eye. like an injured owl. Injured eye or something. Yeah. It's, what is it? A golden retriever? Like, what is this dog? I believe so. Something like that. The dog's a little random in the show, but it's in there. And then it runs away. It runs, yeah. But it's enough of a moment to be like, oh, she met a dog. Okay. This yes. must be important for some reason. Eventually, Kate goes back in. And then she overhears her mom arguing with that same old rich guy <laughs> with Armand, yes. Armand III. And you don't make out a lot, but he definitely says something like, I know what I saw and I have powerful friends. And I'm like, what has happened? Yeah. There's clearly some reason he thinks her mom is sketchy. Yeah. And then when her mom comes out, Kate confronts her again to talk to her. And she's like, was that man threatening you? And her mom was like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> she was like, I don't have any idea if he was threatening me or not. I was like, that was another weird thing to say. Like, because yes. like, she didn't, she didn't seem like she was dodging the question. She was like, actually being honest. And she's like, I actually don't know if he was just threatening me. That's how I felt, at least. Is that way you took it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it could have been a little dodge, like her trying to dodge it, but also just, yes, I don't I don't know if it's full. Like, she doesn't seem overly concerned that it's a threat. She's just annoyed that he was, like, arguing with her. Yeah. But Kate thinks this is serious, so she decides to follow Armand III. Yes, and, and he goes to the kitchen, which is convenient because she still looks like a waiter. Yes, makes it easy. Yeah, Kate's going to grab a tray of appetizers and pretend to be a waiter. Uh, but then as he's going to the kitchen, he eventually leads it to a basement slash wine cellar. Yeah, he goes through like a secret tunnel. And like she even has to go past like a guard. But because she's got, you know, her looking like a waiter situation going on, it works out. And yeah, it's a 
it's set up in such a way that there are a lot of wine racks so she can hide behind things but still see through stuff and it's a little mazy down there because there's so much but there's a lot of like other rich folk down here who are not at the other party or were at the other party and are taking a break in the wine room that looks like it's about to be an auction yeah this is end up gonna have to be some sort of secret fancy rich guy auction and yes. two people that are seated, sitting next to each other are the rich guy armand the third mm -hmm. and kate's mom's fiance jack are together yes I knew he in was the sketchy. audience and presumably <laughs> presumably they will be bidding on whatever items are about to come up and the first thing that comes up is a freaking dinosaur fossil and i was like <laughs> oh if i was a crazy rich person i would have a dinosaur yeah. in my house yes it's such like, like a triceratops skull like skull it's like massive yes, yes. <laughs> and the starting yes. i wrote down the starting bids for everything <laughs> the starting bid on yes, the triceratops like two, million two million dollars and then they get to 2.7 million and sold 2.7 yes. million for a triceratops triceratops skull and the auctioneer reminds them that this is for home display on only and you have no idea where you got it so clearly this literal underground auction is sketchy as hell yeah <laughs> and then I, I get a little lost here because i keep cutting to kate like in her moving around the wine cellar mm -hmm. at one point i wrote down that she like found a suspicious back room but then i thought she went through that room and then that room was the auction so i was i was a little discombobulated yeah, she was with by the, a uh... door for a while where it seemed like guys were it seemed like there might have been like a plexiglass cage with like whole air holes in it so i was waiting for them to auction off like a person or something oh really that okay. never came through i don't there, there seemed to be another room where they kept all the stuff and maybe sketchy stuff was happening in there but it didn't really get okay. explored i got lost in like what the the limitations of the space was a little bit but yeah but essentially they keep auctioning stuff off and uh the next thing up for up for bid is an artifact recovered from the wreckage of the Avengers compound. I assume this would be after the battle, the final battle in Endgame. Aha. Uh -huh. Is the Ronin retractable sword. Hey, we know a guy who likes swords. I wonder if he'll bet on it. Yes, exactly. And again, this is the Ronin, not yeah. Ronin with an A. Yeah. So, a guy. <laughs> the, the auctioneer gives kind of like a recap of who the Ronin is. He says, the Ronin decimated the criminal underworld of the city, almost completely annihilating the status of power of the head of organized crime. The Ronin brought justice to his victims and his identity continues to remain a mystery to this very day. So we know who the Ronin is. If you've watched, I did others. not. I was so you were very confused. Right okay. Well, I was like, I think that it was the guy from guardians of the galaxy. And I don't remember him fighting Gangsters. Oh, got you. So what are any of these movies? Yeah, I actually don't know when I watched maybe when I watched this the first time, I maybe I wasn't as sure about who the who they were referring to, but then it by the time it gets back like even by the end of this episode, I feel like Yeah. It makes it sense by the clear, end of the episode because they do know. a flashback. Oh, they do a but... flashback? Okay, yeah, okay, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> you you catch up pretty fast even if maybe you weren't didn't remember all these names. But for a moment here I was like what has happened? <laughs> How many movies have I missed? I'm yeah. so confused. I thought they were going to be auctioning off some like alien weaponry or something, but it's yeah. just like a sword that Hawkeye used to have. This opening bid is only 200000 Yes. And uh, the rich guy is in. He starts a bidding. But then Jack, the fiance, is also bidding. So they're not bidding together. They're bidding against each other. Armand says, 
that Jack doesn't have the 300000 that he just bid. And Jack says something that's definitely not sketchy, that he'll inherit it one day. So clearly he's just marrying her mom to, like, steal her money and may or may not try to kill both of them because he's a sketchy dude. So yeah. also, like, if Kate does not hear this. If you are in, like, a underground rich guy auction, I don't mm-hmm. think you can get, like, a loan. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this guy doesn't have the money, I feel like you can't, like, be like, oh, I'll take out a payment installment for this illegal item I just bought. Like, you know, like. Well, maybe, maybe he has, like, that amount of money he could hand over now, but it means he, like, can't pay rent. And so he'll uh, just, okay. like. I guess, yeah. Because he does behind get... on rent or yeah. something. Yeah, because he does give up. I think he gets to he bids goes up to four hundred fifty thousand, and then Armand goes four seventy five, and Jack gives up and it's sold to Armand. Yes. And then the next item up for bid is the Ronin suit. They did not join these two things together. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, but this is like the ninja outfit that I guess Hawkeye wore mm-hmm. during the blip times. But before that, we can't even start the auction on that. The wall is smashed in in the cell, in this underground. Yeah, it's like a big old hole. Yeah. Just <laughs> smashed. And then the alarms are going off everywhere, and everyone hits the floor. And Jack picks up that goddamn sword yeah. and runs out with the it. Sword fell to the sword fell down the ground. Sketchy man. Yeah, he tucks it in his coat pocket. Yeah, a bunch of guys in ski masks come through the hole in the wall. And one of them says, We have 90 seconds to find the watch. Everything else is secondary. I don't know what the watch is. Yeah, I actually don't remember what the watch is either. (laughs) When I was watching this, I was like, what a watch. Okay. Not only did the the sword fall on the ground for Jack to pick up, but the Ronin suit also fell on the floor, which Kate sees. (laughs) And I guess she decides to put it on. (laughs) Yeah, like what? This is the choice. What is she doing? (laughs) This is a choice. Now, she doesn't know who the Ronin is. or Yeah, Yeah, but she seems like super like enthralled by this suit i think she just wanted to i guess we're supposed to just assume she wanted to like protect her identity because like the suit has like a a face covering that kind of comes with it yeah but like these are a bunch of sketchy rich people that like clearly she does not need to care about and i don't know why you'd insert yourself in the sketchy rich people versus these guys trying to rob them because like i don't know the vibes are not there i would not want to be i wouldn't care well, so I yeah. think she just wants to beat some guys up, and yeah. this is a nice excuse. Well, she was super sketched out by Armand, and then seeing Jack at the same auction, now she's like super yeah. sketched out by Jack. And then, yeah, I think she just—I think the idea here is that like she saw the thing and was like, "Oh, I can protect my identity." And you know what? I'm badass at karate and all this other stuff. I can totally beat <laughs> these guys with guns. <laughs> but really, like, she should just leave. There's no one here that she cares about that she needs to protect she or whatever. She doesn't anybody, yeah. Like, there's sketchy rich people at a, like, sketchy underground auction that I may or may not be convinced they might buy people. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know that you need to yeah, that's ethically protect them. But it's okay, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. There isn't really I think she did just want to kick some butt. This is basically just like the first scene that we get that shows how good Kate is at fighting people. <laughs> that's yes. like that's the point of this scene. <laughs> she is pretty good at it, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she puts on the suit and then she kind of like comes out from hiding. And I think it's Armand, Jack, and a couple of the rich guys are like there and they see her and they're like in shock. They're like, "Holy crap!" Like they we don't they don't say anything, but you get the sense that they like they think that she is like the actual Ronin. <laughs> 
<laughs> which like, feels like they're all dumb. Like even like all the the goons that came in to rob everyone also think she's the Ronin. But I mean, bear in mind at the time I was still thinking alien guy. But still, she is <laughs> visibly too small for this suit. And like, yeah, it does I, look. I, think, weird. I just think it's silly that they think it's this actual guy. Yeah, I. It kind of makes sense. I, I don't. I mean, the rich guys could be thinking that okay, Ronan just like broke in to get his suit back or something. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, the guys that acted the breaking in are just thinking like, wow, Ronan is just in this basement that we're trying to rob. Like, <laughs> this is like so random. Yeah. But they're so they're all kind of like, they they basically are like are kind of scared of her just because she has the Ronan suit on. Right. And guys start shooting at her, but fortunately they suck <laughs> and don't yes. hit her. And then Kate starts doing parkour and lots of like jumps off the walls to get over the wine racks and stuff. She does a lot of really cool wine bottle moves. Like she'll <laughs> punch a thing on a rack and the wine bottle will shoot out the other side and hit somebody in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or she'll like stomp on something just right and a wine bottle will pop up and hit somebody in the face. Like you would think she would train specifically to fight with wine, but no, she's just <laughs> that good. Yeah. So she's going to kick everybody's ass, basically. These guys didn't ski mast don't seem super organized for a group yeah. of guys that are trying to rob a rich guy auction. I don't know. <laughs> seems like they should be more organized, but they don't seem that great. Yeah. But then we cut to it. There's they keep cutting to a guy who's like, I guess there's one guy outside in a truck who's supposed to be like loading up all the things they're stealing. Mm-hmm. And there are actually a couple of bags out there already. Yeah. Like somehow they got in and got out real fast with a bunch of stuff. They did take some stuff. And then the guy looks in one of the bags and he's like hey the watch is in this bag so i guess like somebody just like <laughs> loaded up a bunch of like stuff into a bag without looking at what it was mm-hmm. and then didn't follow accidentally got the watch that they were looking like the main thing they were looking for <laughs> but then this freaking dog from earlier comes out of nowhere <laughs> and just like bites this man's leg and then runs off did the dog pick up the watch and eat it or something because i feel like that's gonna be like Oh, I I don't know. Like, I honestly it seems don't like remember. That's going to be the reason why these guys are going to follow her around is because like the dog takes off and then she chases the dog, which is a weird choice too. And I just I'm like, is the watch? Do the bad guys still have the watch? What 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 happened here? Yeah, honestly, I don't remember the significance of the watch in the show, and I I, I bet it is significant. <laughs> I just don't remember. Yeah, that you're right. Like, why do they keep chasing her? Other than the fact that they think she's Ronin, and maybe they're like yeah. motivated to kill Ronin because he killed their gang or whatever in the past. Right. I don't know. I'm gonna assume the dog ate the watch. That's what I'm. Okay. Gonna I didn't. I don't think we saw that or had any indication <laughs> of that. But that's that's an idea. You think if the dog, you think if the dog ate the watch, like all the criminals would have seen it? <laughs> I don't well, know. Maybe just the one saw it. Ooh, or maybe okay. All. But he was like the knocked dog, out. <laughs> the dog bit this guy. He dropped the watch down the drain into the sewer or something, and then just went, "Oh, guys, I found the watch, but a dog ate it. It's not my fault." <laughs> maybe I'm I'm getting deep in the head. Are we, are we sure Kate didn't take the watch by accident? Maybe, I do. We see unclear. Kate with the watch later in this, or no? Not okay. in this one episode. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Why are the guys? I I think I always just assume they're just chasing her because she's dressed as the Ronin. But after the that dog attacks the guy, they do run away. Oh no, the dog runs away. But he like this is funny. The dog just like goes into the middle of the street and like sits down for some reason. So Kate has to like run out and do like this crazy cool front flip in front of the cars and then 
saves the dog's life. <laughs> it's a pretty badass dog save, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. And then uh but then Kate just kinda runs away, I think. And uh Yep. I, oh I think so I think like police sirens start doing and then uh all the bad guys or the guys with like ski masks decide like like, oh we better run away too and they just kinda mm-hmm. they don't chase after her anymore. Okay. So yeah. A lot of new craziness going on with Kate, but oh uh, Yes. We go back to Hawkeye. <laughs> and he's back in the his apartment. Is it his apartment or the apartment in New York City? Hotel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hotel. Okay. Hotel in New York City, and his kids turn on the TV, and the news is on, and they're reporting that the Ronin has been sighted for the first time in years. Yeah, the first thing they say is like, "There's phone footage of a mass assailant leaving the scene," and I feel like his head perks up as soon as he hears "masked assailant." Like, it's just triggered in him to (laughs) worry about that. And then, like, I think one of his kids are like, cool, a ninja saved a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, then the news specifically talks about the Ronin. So that's when you get this little flashback to him, like, fighting Yakuza guys or whatever from whatever Endgame, movie yeah. had that in. Yeah. And that's when I went, oh, not the big alien guy. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> but then we go to Kate's apartment. And yes. she has the dog. She, the dog came home with her. And then... I just wrote that she gave the dog pizza <laughs> as food. Yeah, and then just of... left. <laughs> His dog that does look a little beat up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she basically dropped the dog off at her apartment, went, here, all I have is some pizza. Have fun. I gotta go. And she did not change out of the Ronin suit. And that's it. She leaves, and she's going to Armand's place because she wants to figure out yeah. what is up with that dude and her mom. She also does some, like, crazy shit with her phone that doesn't seem technologically possible. Like... Without any, like, additional information, it seemed like she just, like, searched for the location of Armand's phone. Or, I don't oh, know. Oh, I happened. thought she was, like, looking up his address oh, you think something. it was just an address? Oh, okay. And it was, like, not Google in that way that shows don't show Google. They make up a search engine yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was, like, some, it was, like, a hella fancy-looking gadget thing. Yeah. That, I guess it was just a normal thing on her phone. I don't know. But, yeah, she, like, quickly decides to, is, is she intentionally went to Armand's house? Is that what? Yes. Okay. But she doesn't she change. To go. She's still in the Ronin suit. Yes. She is one with the Ronin suit now. <laughs> Never taking it off again. Yeah. She gets to Armand's house and... Very easily breaks into this guy's house. Yeah. She sneaks in. And then this house is like... It's a it's a different fancy penthouse, right? I feel like it was easily like, confused like... between her mom's house and this house. They seem yeah, to I think be it's similar. like a brownstone, like fancy New okay. York house, you know? Okay. Because she just, like, comes in on the first floor. And then we see that, I don't know if this is why Armand is rich or what it is, but she, like, picks up some butterscotch that's, like, on the table, and it says, like, Armand brand butterscotch. Yeah, I... she's, like, she calls it, like, um, monogrammed, like, he specifically got his name on it on purpose. Oh. But I don't know if it's, like, that's why or he's... if it is his brand or something, you know, like, it's, it's unclear, but, that's yeah, this man has a lot business. of butterscotch. <laughs> I, it might be. But she's walking through the house. And then uh, she finds Armand dead in the living room. Oh, no. It looks like he's been stabbed in the back. But the whatever the blade was that stabbed him is not in, in him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know who we know who likes swords? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to assume it's him. Yeah. And then I guess Armand's assistant comes home with the dry cleaning and dinner for him. Yes. Kate Kate runs away before she can be discovered. But then the assistant I thought discovers she was going to get caught, but she didn't. <laughs> But then the assistant discovers the dead body. Yes. Gross. And then 
And then I wrote, the series of unfortunate events continues. <laughs> as That's accurate, yes. She, she escapes and is not seen at the is seen at the crime that she didn't commit. But then she's just walking on the street and a new group of bad guys. I think it's a well, new not group. Even a... I think it's a new group. No, it's it's the guys from the Are that you she convinced? beat up earlier. Yes. I don't it's know. It's definitely about the that. heist boys. Hmm. That's because the van is is the van we saw earlier, okay. I think. Yeah. I you are boys. probably right, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Because I swear that this this group of guys, they're all wearing like orange or red jumpsuits, right? Mm. And I, I, I think they name them eventually in the show and they're called like the like the jumpsuit gang or like something really goofy. Oh, that is a <laughs> silly name they for weren't, a gang. They weren't wearing this these same jumpsuits when they were robbing like the guys that were robbing the auction weren't willing wearing these same ridiculously like bright colored jumpsuits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which and it seems like that's the whole thing of whatever this organization is. <laughs> so I don't know. I was not convinced that they were necessarily the same people. Hmm. But these okay. these guys in particular, if I remember, they seem to be like they they found Kate and like were specifically targeting her because like she they think she's the Ronin. Yeah, which is why I thought they were the heist guys, because... I don't know. I can't guarantee either At this point, way, but... how else would... I mean, I guess Hawkeye knows that somebody's out there who looks like the Ronin, so I guess they were just watching the news and went, we must go find him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, word traveled fast, I guess. Um, <laughs> but they definitely think she's a real Ronin. But the other thing about these guys, Sarah, that this I think this is why they're not the same. These guys don't have guns, because they're ah. they're classy. These are classy criminals. Oh, okay. They're, they're <laughs> they, classy criminals. They, okay. they fight Kate with only their fists. <laughs> <laughs> and they're much more successful than the other guys. So this also That's made true. me think they're not the same. Maybe these are like the higher level guys who get mm, to wear the... They, they called in backup. They yeah, called okay. in the, the guys who wear bright colored jumpsuits. <laughs> and yeah, you gotta pull a couple heists before you can get the jumpsuit and really like be a proper person in the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but they actually do... I mean, they get beat up by Kate, but there's enough of them that they overwhelm her, and they she actually gets into a car and is like trapped, and they're like yeah, breaking they're all, the like, window, smashing the windows, yeah. and but then Hawkeye shows up and beats them all up, and then just takes hit her for himself and is about to punch her in the face. <laughs> you were like blasted through that. Well, yeah, they're like breaking in, and then like out of nowhere, like they just start falling to the ground around her, <laughs> like she thinks she's about to get got. <laughs> And then, yeah. yeah, and then, like, some guy shows up and, like, beats them all up, basically, while she's in the car. And then they, yeah, grab her to, like, an alley and then removes the the, mat, the Ronin mask from her face and is ready to just straight punch her in the face. And then, He seems and so then... disappointed that she's a girl and I guess he can't punch her in the face or something. I don't know. Or he's just, like, I don't know if it's necessarily... like, are you kidding me? Like, it's yeah. a girl. I don't. It's, it's weird. I don't know if it was because she was a girl, but yeah, his reaction when he pulls the thing down is like, "Come on!" But like, I, <laughs> I feel like his reaction was just like this, you know, eighteen-year-old girl or whatever. This girl, yes. like, this can't possibly be somebody who's like trying to imitate me on purpose. Like, the, like that's <laughs> I feel like the reaction. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But then Kate's like, he's like, so he's like, "Come on!" And he's like, "You're, you're, you're, you're Hawkeye." And he's like, who the hell are you? And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Very different reactions yeah. to each other. <laughs> she's like so excited, even though she was about to get punched in the face, that she's meeting Hawkeye <laughs> in this situation. 
Yeah. And then we get some more Christmas songs in the credits. It's like, who the hell are you? And then it cuts the credits and then it's playing, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. <laughs> like, that's like the weird vibe transitions you get in the show. <laughs> yes. Lots of violence. Then, hey, Christmas, remember? Christmas. Yeah. And that's episode one of six episodes of Hawkeye. Sarah, where are you at with this? <laughs> It was a good enough time. I was I was having fun with it. But then you told me I have to do homework to watch more of it. And now I'm to. vibing less on it. You don't have to. There's just going to be a character that comes up that you'll be like, never seen this person before. And it's funnier. It's, I don't know. I can just tell you offline who it is if you want to just watch okay. this and not yeah, watch Yeah, Let's do that. Well, I think I'll Black Widow is pretty good. I enjoyed Black Widow as a movie too. But I have never found myself caring about the character of Black Widow at all for any reason. So it's hard yeah, to get me to want to watch She's kind of in the, yeah, the Captain America, like, area for me. Yeah. Where she's also not particularly, like, godlike at anything. Mm -hmm. And I need silly shenanigans from my Marvel content for the most part, you know? And I don't feel like she is ever going to get up to shenanigans. Yeah. Like, I, she's I guess a very she's serious She's not the character. source of the humor in the Black Eye, in the Black Widow movie. Um, but there is some humor in the Black Widow movie, yeah. Okay. But yeah, All I right, am I'll trying to get into those is. Christmas vibes, so I'll probably keep watching it. My wife and I really like the character that shows up from Black Widow. Oh, really? <laughs> we think she's funny, even though I think she's supposed to be a little funny. <laughs> but okay. So you're like, you know, half a thumb up on this. <laughs> it sounds like I'm a I'm a middle thumb, I guess. A you know, that halfway okay. in between. Yeah. One sure. and a half thumbs. Leaning towards yes. <laughs> One and a half thumbs on this. Hawkeye show. I think this was, I remember last year, like, my wife and I had a really good time. Like, we were watching this, like, week to week as it came out. We were always yeah. looking forward to it. Okay. It was just good vibes for the holiday season, yeah. despite being just, like, another Marvel show. <laughs> yeah, I want to find out if this dog actually ate this watch or whatever, so, yeah, I'll keep watching. <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. All right, we're going to play for you when we get to the end of the podcast. We'll play for you the musical number but i also recommend that you go look it up on youtube or yes. fast forward to the last fast forward to the after credits of the last episode of <laughs> mm -hmm. of uh this hawkeye show and the, that is what the after credits is for the show there's there's <laughs> nothing additional setting up it's just hey here's the musical number from episode one <laughs> so what are we doing next time sarah next time oh my gosh it's finally time for singles inferno season two yeah, yes. I'm excited. Well, it's not here yet, but December thirteenth well, be by then. Yeah, you can't watch it. Out yet. Uh, December thirteenth is when Singles Inferno will come out. Singles Inferno one mm -hmm. air came out with two episodes at a time. So I am right. expecting the next our next podcast episode will be about the first two episodes of Singles Inferno. Yes, and then we will make a decision as to which whether we want to podcast do another episode podcast episode about additional singles inferno episodes after that <laughs> right which hopefully we will because we'll like it so much right i did like the first season so much yes for those that don't know what that is it is a korean dating show that takes place on a island that is supposed to be not good conditions but it's really pretty nice conditions. it's really nice <laughs> and um if you get if you partner up properly you get to go to a fancy hotel for one yeah. night and um, it's just very silly. <laughs> it is. Yes, it's silly and great. The, the big draw for me on the show is that most of these dating shows are like a bunch of like 
I would say like kind of whack jobs, <laughs> like like crazy people <laughs> that are like kind of just like TV personalities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like on this show they get like introverts that are as awkward as like a normal person would be if they were put into like these dating show situations. So I really enjoy that aspect. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a difference between like American reality TV yeah. and like Korean reality TV because. The other show we watch, they are similarly awkward. Yeah, that's true. It could just be a... It's either how they cast or just maybe the general culture difference. Yeah. But okay, that's what we're doing next time. Sarah, where can people yes. contact us? People can email us at keepwatching at gmail.com. Tweet at us at keepwatchingpod. Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod. Or leave a comment under the video on YouTube also at keepwatchingpod. And if you're feeling festive for this holiday season you can leave us a rating and a review on apple podcasts or spotify all right thanks for listening everybody bye bye something strange in the air today the sun is gone and the clouds turn gray just what's coming is hard to say i don't know
Yeah.